0: In this episode, let's talk voice. I talk about the importance of how your voice should sound, why that matters, and why it really doesn't. I'll have Kirsten talk about voice in this week's Kirsten's Corner, where she gives you some tips on how to sound a little bit more feminine and really the importance of voice. And Sierra talks about voice being a trans woman in another installment of Sierra Says. This is episode 86 of the Cross Yas podcast, so... You ready to listen? Yes!
1: Yes, 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 yes. Cross yes podcast with Giselle Mirisol. Yas! Yes! Yes, yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. Welcome to the Cross Yes Podcast. The podcast that still says yes to everything related to cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. My name is Giselle Mirasol. I'm your wonderful cross-dressing host who's been a bit out of it due to a variety of reasons, but hey, I'm back. If you're looking for more information about the podcast, check out our website, www.crossyaspodcast.com for behind the scenes stuff, ways you can support the podcast, and even ways to chat with me, Sierra, and other amazing Crossyas listeners. The Discord, which is a program that helps you connect with me and everyone else, is available on our website, so check out our website to find that Discord link. And finally... If you have a story you want to share because it's cross-dressing, gender or sexuality related and wondering, hmm, I wonder if I can share my story with someone. Well, you know me and you know this inclusive podcast. The answer to your question is aloud. Frickin. Yes! Hit me up via email, Giselle at CrossYasPodcast.com. Tweet me at CrossYas or DM me on Instagram at CrossYasPodcast. You can even chat me up on the Discord with my username handle, Rochi underscore Mochi. Can't wait to hear from you. Shoot, it's the end of January almost, and holy shit, what a month it has been.
1: Fook me, that was fast.
0: Shoot, 2021 has started off already crazy. I mean, so much stuff has happened this month. I mean, I've celebrated the start of year three of the Cross Yas podcast on January 1st, and here in the United States, so many crazy things have happened since then. Uh, we had the Capitol Hill riot in Washington, D.C. Trump left office. President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris entered their new presidency, starting on January 20th, uh, and then you know President Biden lifted the transgender ban in the military. I got married this month, and well, also this past Sunday, I even got my second COVID vaccine shot, <laughs> which I guess pretty much lo- um, knocked me out for like three days. I got it on Sunday, I believe, and oh my god, I just been like super tired from that second dose. I'm tired. You're tired. I'm so fucking tired. I got the moderna vaccine, which is a two-step shot. Uh, so I got my first dose last month and the second dose this past Sunday, which I think you need like a 24 to 28 day window. and it really like got me feeling pretty sick, which is good because um, I mean, it's a sign that it's working and my immune system is having an immune response. Um, but my symptoms were I was having chills, fever, body aches, I think I even had an earache and a little bit of a headache, but shoot, you can pretty much say I had every side effect associated with the virus. But despite all that and all those stupid side effects, I'm pretty happy to help build an uh, an immunity towards COVID because, you know, eventually we're all going to have to get a shot or else we'll get COVID. But I don't know, I know the vaccine isn't 100% in preventing COVID, but I know that it is 94% effective, so I have less um, chances of contracting the virus. So if this means I don't get the virus and I just get the vaccine, I will take it.
2: Just tuck it to my veins!
0: As for why else, I pretty much haven't been podcasting as much lately. Um, well, there's been other reasons. Like, I don't know, I've just been, after the wedding, I've just been kind of just relaxing with Kirsten. I know wedding planning and the stress of actually having a wedding during COVID times, it's been pretty stressful. I mean, you add that with the COVID vaccine, and I'm also still working. I don't know, it's just been kind of a recluse, just been hanging out and just been resting. But I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be back. Um, I'm also happy to announce that I'm probably gonna start posting up videos pretty soon. For the podcast, maybe on YouTube Maybe even start a Twitch If you guys would like to see me play video games And start up a conversation through there We can probably do that Um, I'll start, I don't know, I might even Start in guy mode Just because I I haven't gotten Giselle ready yet Because shoot, I haven't dressed as Giselle Since last March And shoot, it's almost a year since COVID Started, per se, in America When we started a lockdown Which was, I think, March 16th or 17th and shoot, I haven't dressed up in over a year, so I feel pretty bad, but I'm still gonna try and dress up. Probably start since we have our house now and um, it's been so long, but kind of wanna do that and see what you guys think. But I don't know you guys can check out our Discord, some of our, um, in our Discord cross yes chat. We've already started some video chats already with certain um, Discord members, so come check that out. Also later this week, hopefully before the end of January, I'm going to post some last minute Patreon stuff, which we usually have Patreon stuff for the month. But yeah, check that out on our website, www.crossyaspodcast.com. Yeah, and just check it out. I think that's all I really wanted to say. might even post a Curious conversation. Again, hopefully... By the end of the month, I'm going to try. As for this episode, I just wanted to say that I was going to release this way earlier, but just been super busy and tired and all the stuff that's happened this month has just been so crazy. But in this episode, I'm going to talk about the importance of recognizing your own voice and finding what best suits you. Kirsten's going to talk a little bit about some voice tips uh, in Kirsten's Corner and just go about what you can do to help sound like the best version of yourself. And Sierra and Sierra Says we will go into her own journey of finding her own voice as a trans woman and as Sierra. Yeah, she's already had a she already has a great feminine sounding voice. And she's talked a bit about that in one of our um, cross chats. So, yeah, uh, I hope you guys find this episode enlightening and entertaining and I hope you guys come back for more. But that's all I got to say. And this is episode 86. So enjoy. Thanks, guys. Alright, so voice. So many things that I can touch on in this episode about voice, but how about we just first talk about finding the voice that best suits you. For me, I think when I first started, I guess, cross-dressing and even starting the podcast, I had a lot of trouble finding out about what kind of voice I wanted to use for the podcast. And even when I was first Giselle, like, what kind of voice do I want to have for Giselle. I knew I wanted to use Giselle as my persona, but I don't know if I wanted to sound more feminine. I didn't think I did a good job, especially if you listen to those first couple episodes, that I did a great job of sounding feminine, and I still don't think I do even in these newer episodes. I think Kirsten says that I have a different voice that I use for my podcasting voice than my usual voice, and she says that it sounds a little bit more feminine, but I don't know. I, I still think it's kind of forced. If you go back to episode 49... I think Diane talks about, or she asked me a question of, Hey, does my voice sound gay? And I think I told her, I forget what I said, but I think I told her her voice didn't sound gay. It's just, it's a voice, right? And I guess I keep thinking about what does sounding gay really even mean? Cause the way a voice sounds doesn't really have sexuality or even a gender. It just does sound like voice is the sound that we make. And it's really, it's just a sound that comes out of our mouths And I guess we associate sounds with, you know, either gender Or with certain gender and with certain sexes I guess if you think the higher pitches They're like the higher pitches in falsetto sounds or voices They tend to be more associated with women and femininity Whereas like low pitch baritone voices They tend to be more associated with men and masculinity So maybe that's where sounding gay comes from and ever since my cross-dressing journey, I've always struggled with what kind of sounds do I want to emit from my mouth, right? And no, not just the sex noises that I guess Giselle would make. I guess I could do those for the Patreon if you guys really wanted to. Let me know, you know. Um, but, uh, I mean, shoot, if you guys really want me to make those noises, let me know if you're going to pay a little more, am I right? right?
2: I'm crazy! I'll do anything for money! Ah.
0: <laughs> just kidding, or am I? But in all seriousness, early on in my cross-dressing journey, I worried more about how I would want to come off in public. Like, how would I begin my cross-dressing journey? And I thought about it with cross-dressing, especially as like in your early stages of cross-dressing, you kind of just want to pass, right? You want to be as feminine, at least for me, from a guy to becoming a girl. I wanted to be more about passing, be more about how can I blend in? And I thought I could do that best by just not having anyone notice me if I could sound more feminine so I would I think I first started by going online and going to the internet and finding of course like YouTube tutorials and how to sound more like a girl back then there wasn't as many videos I mean there was like trans women who were showing how they like practice and how they did their thing and I haven't watched a video in a while and as I look right now if I YouTube how to sound like a girl some of the top videos and there's so many so don't quote me or don't um, you know, don't be mad if I don't find those videos. But like the videos now, especially one of the top ones that I found from another person's YouTube page, they have like a couple tips. If you look at Google youth vocal feminization, you'll find some of these videos. But one person, um, let's see what this person's name is, Crimson Oracle, the video is really, it's called How to Do the Girl Voice. He gives you like three things. Uh, the way to do it is, and again, I don't I don't wanna go too much into detail, because really this is something you could look up and really it all takes practice. But he talks about the top three things, which is one vocal posture, which means like making your voice much smaller or making your mouth much smaller. So kind of pursing your lips and kind of talking a little lower. I mean, that's not really, that's really pitch, but just kind of making your voice kind of small. Um, The next thing he talks about is the musicality of your voice. So kind of like the sing-songy noise that I guess females make or feminine women or traditional feminine women make where they talk like this and they're all like this. So you do the combination of your smaller mouth and then you're talking like this and then you keep it up and down, up and down and you're talking like that. So that's, I guess, a little more sing-songy. And the last thing is working on your pitch. So for women, this guy in this video, uh, he talks about making your voice kind of like working on a falsetto, but not talking like in a falsetto. I'll try to do it. when you're talking like this and then you're right you're combining all three things but you're talking like this and then you're like nobody talks in a falsetto all the time sorry i can't do it but people who work on their pitch can sound a little more feminine when you're talking like this but nobody really talks like that all the time i mean I i tried these kinds of tips back then and It may work for you. It kind of didn't work for me, but I mean, I didn't practice as hard as some people do. So if you want to work on that and practice a little bit more, more power to you. But I just find that like all of these are important aspects to sounding traditionally more feminine, but I think it's more important to note that these are only important if you think they are. Like for me, again, when I first started the podcast, yes, sounding as feminine as possible was important because I wanted listeners who would come onto the podcast or who would listen to the podcast would be like, oh yeah, this person's cross-dressing because they tr- are trying to sound more feminine. But I don't know. I guess it added more like validity to the podcast, or made me sound like more knowledgeable about it because I sounded like a girl. I don't know. That's stupid, but
1: <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense.
0: <laughs> if you listen to those first couple episodes, like I kind of tried, but I was also reading, so I wasn't the greatest at sounding more feminine. I wasn't incorporating all those aspects. And some of you, you know, you can listen to it and you're like. Dang, Giselle, you didn't do that great job at all. So, I don't know. I I tried my best, but...
2: I did my best,
1: but I guess my best wasn't good enough.
0: Really, if you're someone who is trying to sound um, or is trying to transition from male to female and passing as female in public or you want to pass in a setting where other people will hear you or if you sound more feminine and that reaffirms how, I guess, the gender that you are trying to achieve... I think sounding feminine is the way to do it, right? Because if you sound feminine, you know, as they say, like, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's a duck sort of thing. But I would say that if you can't achieve it or if you can't sound as feminine as possible, I think it's still okay. You got to really, like, work with what you're given. I mean, you could practice. You could practice as hard as you want to be feminine or sound feminine. But, you know, don't be mad if you can't do it. I think for me, like, again, I try to practice for a bit but it was really hard guys like doing a so-called feminine voice it was like and it was like work and again i'm not trying to like dissuade those people who are practicing and working on it but for me it was like this is a
2: lot of work guys
0: it was really hard
2: i don't really want to do the work today i don't really want to do the work today i don't
1: really want to do the work today
0: um but um i mean i've tried and for me as much as i worked on it and i mean i probably didn't work on it as long as i should have i maybe did i don't know two weeks three weeks but yeah it was, it was really hard and for me after doing two three weeks of work i found that like this isn't me if that makes sense like trying to sound more feminine like this all the time was kind of i don't know it, it felt unnatural like disingenuine it just didn't feel real if that makes sense because i i really think i didn't i didn't want the like the realness or not the realness the like the presentation of me sounding feminine like that wasn't my goal like my real goal was just trying to dress and be feminine from like outward appearance kind of aspect I mean yes and like internally I don't feel like a girl which I think for some trans people who are born male or the gender non-binary people who are born they're you know male or female and they just don't identify with what is traditionally seen as like masculine or feminine for me, like my voice wasn't affirming, or at least the feminine voice wasn't affirming what I wanted to present. If that makes sense. Like I didn't need that. I didn't need to be sounding feminine in order to be feminine. Like as long as I dressed like that or looked like it, like I had that ability, I guess. And yeah, I think, I guess it, it helped for me to be accepted if I sounded feminine but I I didn't need it and yes I know of like I wanted to pass but by having just that feminine voice it just wasn't necessary for me to complete that full image of Giselle like for me it was sort of just like extra work that I didn't need but for those who want the complete package if you will of like sounding feminine looking feminine having all those features of being feminine or traditionally seen as feminine like more power to you for i guess for the transgender women i'm not speaking for all of them i just feel like for a person who just wants to pass as feminine and wants to complete that image maybe having the voice really helps it and of course there's tons of youtube tutorials and videos to help you achieve those goals but i think before you look those up really you should ask yourself the question is having a feminine sounding voice important in order to pass for of course the gender that you want to present as because if you decide to answer that question as soon as possible like really early on you can decide really whether or not you want to take the road of taking more voice training and taking all these necessary like some people don't have surgeries i mean that's the extreme part of it but that helps right or you can decide like i don't need any training at all because again it's a lot of work now i don't want to neglect the trans men out there or women who want to be men, because the same advice kind of goes for you. Does sounding traditionally masculine make or break the gender that you're trying to display with your voice? And again, this all culminates or leads to the question that I love to ask most people, especially on the podcast. Well, maybe not all the people on the podcast, but um, you should ask yourself, does it matter? Like, does any of this matter, especially with your voice? Does having a traditionally feminine sounding voice or a traditionally masculine sounding voice matter with the gender that you're trying to present like does having some change in you know how you sound ultimately matter to you it's kind of a hard question for some of you to answer especially if for those trans people or people out there who are having or struggling with gender dysphoria because it's really an important question like how important is the sound of my voice in the gender i'm trying to present as because What's one of the biggest concerns, or at least stereotypical concerns, one can have about your gender? I think for me, I think the most ridiculous statement people have when you're trying to present as a gender that is not congruent with your sex, just by your voice, and I think it's either one of these. It's either, well, you don't sound like a woman, or your voice is too deep to be a woman, or your voice is too high-pitched to be a man's voice, or men should sound like this or that, or, of course, what they asked Diane your voice sounds pretty gay. You get the picture, right? It's these like, these, and again, some people think this, but of course not all people, including the Cross the Yas listener, because people who listen to this podcast are awesome and understand that gender is a spectrum and voice isn't necessarily something that matters. If, If that's not what it means to you or matters to you, but I think some people automatically believe that because of how you look, you should sound a certain way. And the way you look is typically associated with this gender or that gender, and that's how you should sound. And that's fine. People have preconceived notions about, of what you see and how people associate them with having certain voices or certain sounds that come out of their mouths. But that can lead to, you know, some pretty big trouble. Like, look at Scarlett Johansson for an example. Hi, I'm Scarlett Johansson. People have told me I have a calming she's one of the prettiest people or one of the prettiest actresses around i think people people's people's magazines called her one of the like prettiest people back then and she's been in tons of movies if you don't know her she's she was in the movie her she was in the movie lost in translation and now she plays black widow in the marvel movie franchise but if you look at her you're probably like wow she's a gorgeous woman but when she starts talking she's got a deeper raspier voice than what's typical of a woman who has like a falsetto at least that's what I see when or hear when I think of a woman's voice and it's almost typical of a man I guess and atypical for a woman but if you look at a photo of her I think to me there's like no way you would think that she looks the way she sounds right she kind of to me looks like Marilyn Monroe but she doesn't sound like her at all she's like the total opposite she's really pretty yes and her voice is her own and I think Kind of cool. Like it makes her even sexier. It really makes her unique. And really, I think all our voices is what makes us unique, right? I'm not saying you shouldn't change your voice if you want to, especially if it helps reaffirm the voice that you believe goes with your gender and the belief that that's the gender you belong to. Or if you don't belong to either gender, because of course, gender is a spectrum and you can fall anywhere in there. Or if you listen to Jesse G., gender is not a spectrum. It's a, you know, a plot point or a scatter plot, which is totally fine as well. I'm merely saying that it doesn't matter what voice you have as long as you make it your own voice. And if people are gonna, I guess, be close-minded and say stupid shit like stereotypical things like I said earlier, like oh, you don't sound like a woman, or you don't sound like a man, or your voice sounds gay, like, just tell those people to fuck off.
1: Fuck off doesn't mean go away. Fuck off means
0: fuck off. Like, really. Because there's nothing you can do To please those people. Like really. There's no pleasing them. You got to please yourself first. Just be happy with your own voice. Voice doesn't belong to a sex or gender. But it does belong to you. Your voice is yours. And really it's no one else's. Cherish it. And just own it. And just be the best version of yourself. With the voice that you have. And if you need again to work on your voice. To reaffirm the gender that you I guess belong to. By all means do that. But just don't listen to the haters. Just be yourself. And Work on you. But that's all I got with voice. I kind of hope that helps. Wasn't much, but, you know, tried my best. (laughs) I hope you guys are too. But thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. And now it's time for...
1: Kirsten's Corner! Corner.
0: And this week's... Kirsten's Corner! Kirsten's Corner! Kirsten's Corner! Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about... A feminine voice so if i talked like <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on people who like if they help to like feminize their voice because they don't like <laughs> sorry i can't even do it cause it's... <laughs> but like can you not do it <laughs> it's too it's too
1: <laughs> <laughs> see but i don't think it's i don't think having so just yeah, okay so okay fem...
0: What's our... that's the that's what our question is so because i got a question from a from a listener and i'm gonna do okay. a whole episode on it okay her question was and i'll read it to you it's from Allison. Her question, she said that uh, she loved the episode about how getting over your fear of cross-dressing in the public. She said um, she doesn't feel a lot better. She th- she says she thinks she'd feel a lot better if she thought she'd be able to pass. And she says she does a good job on makeup, but then one of her stumbling blocks is her voice. And mm. you're a singer, right? Um, she says she would love to hear what you would have to say about training your voice.
1: Oh! And
0: good ideas on how to get your voice more feminine in order to make the whole package pass. Oh. Right? So, okay, well. So if you have like a, you can you can run it through me. I don't know where we talk like this. Is that baritone or is that like just deeper? Well, I guess like that's like a, like a bass or baritone. Base, I think right.
1: you have like a more baritone. <laughs> and you
0: hate when I say Yes. <laughs> Uh, cross yas. Yeah, no,
1: but just like the cross, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. But it's it's not that. It's that you say it like a hundred times in like one sentence. Like, I get it. Yeah, it's cross, yas. Yeah, yes. yes. Okay, so. so first of all, I don't like, just to say, I don't think having a higher voice means you're more feminine. Because I have a deep voice. Like, mm-hmm. I have a deep ass voice. And I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily tone of voice that Mm -hmm. makes you sound more feminine sometimes i think it's like mannerisms Mm. or like with the voice intonation okay you know i i don't necessarily think it's it's i mean yeah i guess a a higher voice is is typically more feminine like i i have coworkers or friends who have like a higher like soft squeaky voice that (laughs) are girls but i also have guys who have like higher tone of voices too and i don't think that makes them more or less feminine actually no that's not true yeah i no. do have like a couple guy friends who like everyone thought that he was gay because his voice was like kind of like he was like more soft-spoken mm-hmm. but i don't think that's true i mean he's not so
0: okay so then how does how did you tell someone who's like you know obviously if they're just like a burly looking person or they're tall or they have like typical you know um what are they called? Typical characteristics of a guy mm-hmm. that hey, you don't need your voice to pass. But if they wanted to, if voice they out, wanted to, how do the, what do they do? How do they do? So,
1: oh, so this is, this is like a whole thing. Yeah. So, like singing wise, there's there's things called th- at least the way I learned it is that there there's like different throat positions hmm. um and, and and it could be like so for for me for so there's like your regular so we call this like regular speaking voice so it's just like what your voice sounds like with with no like added effects just like very kind of open and relaxed that's your that's that's your speaking level voice and then there is like more of a wide tone which is I my voice is more wide so if you can hear it it's a it has like almost it's not nasally because like nasally is like this but like wide is where like it sounds a little bit more piercing like a like there's like a certain clarity like mm-hmm. do you hear it so mm-hmm. like think very witchy like if you have ever like watched wicked or like e like i'm ah or like mm-hmm. if you've ever listened to like if you can play popular by um kristen Chenoweth. like she has a very wide tone um then there's also like tall which is like a tall tone which is like Huh, hum, hum, really tall. Like my voice is tall. I don't. I can't. I'm not. Does I, that if, make it
0: more masculine? If it's I, no, taller? it's just oh, okay. just a
1: tone, like a, a like a. It's like a color, a color of your voice. Mm-hmm. And then there's also behind the soft palette, which is like uh, if if you're thinking singing wise, it's like very Celine Dion or like how Kermit talks. So it's like huh kind of like kind of like kind of like this like oh huh, like... sam smith too, yeah right?
0: sam smith so smith those smith. are like
1: three different colors so that that's a way that you can it's it's a lot like that all of that took me a lot to learn like when i was learning about singing but those are like other ways you can like color the tone of your voice and then if you combine that with making it like a higher higher tone like if you want to talk in a higher tone you can do that and then like if you add like so like I feel like the the uh, common thing that people do to make their voice sound more feminine is they is they talk in a high they talk in a higher pitch.
0: Sorry,
1: but then but then what they do is is it tends to be like behind the soft palate or tall, so it sounds kind of sounds like this and like that sounds kind of funny. But if but if you make your voice smaller, like if you if you mm. squeeze, not it's not no, it's like kind of widening the it's like very like. Like, you can feel it, like, in your, the front of your nose or, like, the front of your face, almost. Above your eye Like, near like, your eyes. Yeah, like, it's very resonant. I None of this is making sense to me. Hmm. Like, I mean, it makes sense to me, but, like, I don't know you if know this makes sense to, to anybody. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like,
0: uh... I mean, you you've... you've... You're obviously a female, and you've spoken like a female and sang like a female. Mm -hmm. For a man Mm -hmm. or someone who's... And there's so many classes online. Even when I was thinking of transitioning way early, and I was like, you know, how important voice is to presentation. If if you sounded like this, I'd be like, oh, is that a dude? Oh, is that a guy? But like you had boobs and you had all these other things, I'd be like, oh, this person's looking for the whole package, Mm -hmm. right? This person's looking for like, how can I kind of, you know, the key for crossdressers and trans people is they just, Passing. you know, blending in yeah. or kind of being like, so what can, like, someone who's completely new to, to voice training or, I mean, those are good tips, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're talking about what, you know, like,
1: Talking <laughs> like I can't okay, do. It. See, Talking so like this, I think. I think right? you. You do the thing is that what you do that I think works is you do a version of your voice. Like I remember you had mentioned once to when when my brother first found out about your cross dressing. He had asked either me if you do like a different voice. And at first I said no, but you do. You have like, you have a voice, but it's, I don't think it's you making your voice higher. It's making it more feminine. But Mm. I don't think feminine means higher. I think it it means talking like, like having like your yas. Like, you know, it's like having Mm. like more, it's, it's, what is that? It's more of like a, it's like your intonation is different
0: when you mean intonation what does that mean
1: like you're like it's like your voice is more sing songy like a girl you know what I mean or like okay. like a valley girl like my friend my, my co-host for the podcast Alexa pop and lock, pop yeah and lock. she she is like you should also play the clip of, of the the guy that um, the Nevada votes oh, yeah, I we'll feel like I'll play that.
0: I'll- sorry guys it's gonna be a little while it's gonna take some time I'm not ready, y'all. Oh my god. (laughs) Everyone's looking at me. I can't. I'm so busy. I'm so busy working on other things. I've got other projects. Oh my god, do you guys hate that? Do you hate that I'm not ready, y'all?
1: That to me is like, a male's voice, but he's he's talking in a way that makes him sound like a girl because it's it's oh my god, like right, you're right. looking at me, <laughs> and it's like I think it's it's it is part of it having your voice be a little bit higher pitched, but I don't think it needs to be an extreme higher pitch, you know, mm. because like I said, my voice is, but I don't think that I would sound like a guy, like this is make me sound like a guy, mm. but it it's it's not about how low or high my voice is it's the way that i
0: talk Mm, like okay
1: it's more of like speaking like the language of a woman you know Mm, okay so is it because i think to me if you try and change your voice too much i feel like that comes off as at least for for like i've heard bad examples and like Like i just like or like examples of like just Like, on TV, where they, like, oh, they just talk like this. Like, that's so fake. Right. You know? So, I feel like you should, I think I recommend, or I would, I think what I would prefer is to, like, kind of like what you do, and you're not trying to sound like a girl, Mm -hmm. but it's more of, like, changing, like, the intonation or, like, the tone, but not doing, like, such a drastic, like, I could not take you seriously if you're like, hi, hi, hi you know you know what i mean like it just doesn't seem natural but i mean it's all in what you want like and i think if that's what you want you have to find the version that suits you
0: yeah i agree because i have seen some uh some trans people when i remember watching some old youtube videos or some people on facebook taking voice or feminine voice feminization classes or something and these these trans people are they do sound kind of like who was that um um who is that? Like I don't a, know. like a
1: like like a mouse or something. Yeah like,
0: like that. a like a Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Like almost sounds oh like boy. Yeah, like oh. that. And it sounds like and it's like a it's like a adult. <laughs> it's yeah. like an adult girl or trans woman who's like 40 What's or thirty. What's the name of the
1: girl from um Orange is the New Black?
0: Oh, I love Vern Cox.
1: She has an amazing voice. Yeah. And so do you know if like she if if she did like voice training or what she did? Because I think that she has a really deep tone. Like I feel like her voice is deep. But the way that she talks, it sounds like a woman because of the way that she talks you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. like she i i feel like she's not making her voice higher but i mean i wouldn't know if because i wouldn't know either i
0: don't know what she was pre right yeah but i think like her
1: voice is not high like it's deep but she she has like a richness that sounds like a a, like a woman still Mm. so i think it's also about speaking like the language i say that with like moving moving my the language of a woman
0: yeah and you're i i always associated femininity with softness someone who talks very soft
1: and i mean that's that that is a version of femininity but i also think a version of femininity is like one whatever you want it to be but two i think it could be like the laverne cox like very forward and very like rich sounding
0: yeah you know as a trans woman she's still a woman and she's still talking the way she wants to talk, yeah. because I think when I first did this podcast, and you're like, you sound different. Yeah, you, you do sound, sound different. I don't
1: like, think it's as much anymore. No, no, yeah. But exactly. the o- I think what's the only time it's different is when you're reading your like your when I used script to read my, and yeah. when you read your scripted stuff now. But that's just because it's. I feel like it's easier to to have like a different voice when you're reading something because I do that too. Like when I'm reading something, like my voice sounds more right, right. proper. But
0: yeah, yeah, because the voice I'm doing now is my normal voice. Yeah, and we're just doing these. Yeah. Kristen corner, Kristen's corners were just, it's just me talking. Um, but for, so for a, a person who's learning voice techniques that you want to teach them is basically what you said, kind of like well, I think, practice. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think
1: it's practice. I also think like like gradual changes might be easier. Like also like it won't be as such a shock oh, to, your, yeah. to your body and to like your throat to just like all of a sudden be like, like, shocking your voice into doing a different, like, tone. Mm -hmm. It'd be like if I just first started singing and started to try, like, singing, like, Mariah Carey right away. You know, you gotta, yeah, yeah, like, you have to build up to it. So, like, if it it just means, like, changing, like, the way you pronounce things or, like... Honestly, I think a lot of it has to do with what how, like, your style of talking, you know what I mean? Like... Mm -hmm. You know like like you know like things like that like I don't know I feel like if you imitate me you're not doing a higher voice you're imitating the way that I talk.
0: Mm, you know what I mean? Okay. Like Okay. So it's not necessarily how you're saying or I no, mean No, it's, it's not
1: it's not the necessarily the sound of it, but it's how you're delivering it.
0: Okay. Okay. And I can learn, or techniques, or this person who asked, yeah. um, again, practice, again, don't focus on just the sound, but focus yeah. on.
1: If, if what's the name of the person? Uh, I was
0: Allison, I believe. Allison. Allison,
1: if there's like a specific voice that you like, like send it to Giselle and like, let me listen to it because like there, there are probably tips I can do to kind oh. of ease you or like kind of help you like ease into it. Because I think like. I don't know. I feel like I'm good at imitating singers. Same. And it's like, because there's a, And you do that naturally. Mm-hmm. But I, like... I'm not being like, oh, but I learned it. But no, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I... There's, like, things that you learn or, like, you could do to kind of imitate someone's voice. So, yeah. Just, yeah. You
0: know. And so, and you, like you said, it doesn't make you more or less feminine yeah. on how you sound. Or on, on the way you sound. Mm-hmm. But it's just on your tone like how you deliver how you it deliver too. it and your intent I guess like yeah. how you're I guess trying to say the things you're
2: saying.
1: yeah but I mean again like if if that's what you want then you could figure out a way to get to that you know what I mean like
0: mm-hmm. I don't know yeah that's that's as good as I think you could probably answer that question. Yeah. On but account. yeah, let,
1: let me know if you have feedback on that or if that was not helpful or if there's like a certain part of that that was helpful. Yeah. Like I can talk more about that specific part. Yeah. And for any mind. listener
0: who's listening yeah. to this and is trying to sound more feminine and would like to learn how to sound more feminine, send it to me <laughs> or send me clips or audio, I yeah. guess, to Giselle at CrossYasPodcast.com. Yas, cross, yas, it it in... No, Podcast. it's no. <laughs> Send it to uh, Giselle Cross com. And, uh and Kirsten can listen to it and would like to, um, to sound to make it sound the way you want it to be. So. <laughs> yos, Y'alls. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, and that's Kirsten's corner. Kirsten's
1: corner. Kirsten's corner. Kirsten's corner. It's like also like that s, you know, like oh, yes. like having a lot of a sit. Sibilance. S-
0: Sibilance, y'all. Yes. Okay, bye. And it's now time for everyone's favorite segment: Sierra Says.
2: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Sierra Says. This is the first Sierra Says of 2021, so I would like to wish you all a very happy new year. And although a start of a new year is just a somewhat arbitrary point on a calendar, I nevertheless hope for all of you that this is a year of living honestly and authentically, no matter what that means for you. Keeping in mind the general theme of this week's episode, I'd like to talk a little bit about voice. Simply put, voice can be one of the most challenging aspects of presenting in a manner that's not consistent with one's gender assigned at birth. And it can be particularly difficult for people who are undergoing transition or even for those who present in public sometimes as crossdressers. Because vocal characteristics can be hard to change, and especially if one is used to talking in a certain way for quite some time, it can be hard to adjust that in order to present in a different way, regardless of what that might be. And so therefore, for some people, voice can be seen as one of the most challenging obstacles for passing or having others see you in the gender identity in which you are trying to present. Now, this is where I absolutely have to pause for a minute and say that no matter how your voice sounds, you are valid in your identity. If you identify as a trans woman, you are a woman no matter the pitch of your voice. If you identify as a crossdresser or as by gender, regardless of how your voice sounds or regardless of whether you try to modulate your voice while you're presenting certain ways in public, you are equally valid. We've talked on this podcast in many different episodes about how passing or having others see you with the gender identity with which you want to be seen matters differently to different people. For some people, passing is very important, for others it's not, and there's no one size fits all approach with that. However, because passing is important to some people, you'll often hear some people say things like, I pass until I open my mouth, meaning it is the voice that kind of makes it more difficult for them to pass. And that's understandable because there are biological characteristics associated with voice that we do tend to associate with sex and gender. And sometimes passing is not just a matter of feeling like you fit in or feeling like you can identify more fully with the gender identity in which you're presenting, but it can also feel more like a matter of safety because in some cases, drawing attention to oneself as a transgender individual or as a crossdresser can present safety considerations that are are just important to keep in mind. So for some people, voice is seen as being both an obstacle and something they really want to work on in order to present themselves in public in a manner that fits with how they identify themselves. For me personally, I ended up feeling very lucky to have both a higher pitched voice. And although I'd like to still work on some characteristics of my voice, I'm relatively content with my inflection and my vocal mannerisms as well. Honestly, like I don't moderate my voice all that much. I don't modulate my voice all that much when I'm presenting as Sierra versus just my guy mode. My voice is pretty much the way it is. There are some times where I just feel like more naturally slipping into more kind of masculine inflection, but generally how I'm talking now is how I just talk. And it was only after starting to really talk with other trans people and cross-dressers that I was told that I have some passing privilege with my voice, and even though I still feel like I have a lot of work to do, and of course we're always our own worst critics, and I feel like my voice doesn't pass a lot of the time, I can't help but feel fortunate for the fact that I'm not having to work quite as hard, at least on the pitch and some other things. It's helped me feel pretty comfortable about going out, and despite the fact that Even when I'm out in the world, there might be other things I'm not so confident with about my appearance. I feel like my voice doesn't draw extra attention to me in that sense. I think what has helped me feel comfortable with my voice pretty quickly in the process, certainly more quickly than a lot of other parts of my transition or presenting in public, is just the fact that aside from having a relatively high-pitched voice for people who are assigned male at birth, I've also just for a long time, I guess, had more feminine inflection and feminine mannerisms. In fact, it was just earlier, uh, maybe a couple of months ago when I was talking with my wife, she told me that after our first date, she actually called her mom mom. And even though it was a, an amazing first date and everything, she said, yeah, but the one thing is like his voice is a lot more feminine than I expected it to be. Similarly, just a few months ago when I was coming out to a family member who is both a member of the LGBTQ community and also a therapist who works a lot with trans clients, she said that she actually was guessing from a relatively young age that I was gay because I have more feminine mannerisms. And so to hear that definitely has made me more aware of the fact that there are some feminine characteristics to my voice, even though, to be honest with you, I never really noticed or heard them before. Why exactly I have some of these mannerisms, I don't know, but certainly one thing that I've noticed is that I've never really been in situations where, I would have been discouraged from having those uh, more feminine mannerisms. There haven't been any cases where people have like told me that my voice is too feminine or anything like that. So I've just kind of always done my thing and there have never been any issues. And I never really reflected on the tone or the characteristics of my voice until I started talking to other trans people and they started telling me certain things that made me think more about my voice. Of course, everyone is different with all of this. Some people feel more comfortable with their voice. Others feel less comfortable with it. But regardless of that, I do think that many people in general who are expressing their gender identity in different ways from the gender they were assigned at birth are thinking about ways that they can change their voice or or maybe modulate their voice to fit better with their gender presentation. That's just perfectly natural, and there's nothing wrong with that. So what options are there for people who want to modulate their voice or change some characteristics of their speech patterns? First of all, we want to think about for those people who are actually going through transition, what are the effects of gender affirming hormone therapy? Well, for trans men or people who were assigned female at birth transitioning to male, it is very often possible to obtain a more masculine voice or to deepen one's voice by taking testosterone. Testosterone will act on the vocal cords and create essentially irreversible changes, which is one reason why we do tend to see in people who are assigned male at birth, when they go through puberty, the buildup or release of testosterone at that time does have an effect on the vocal cords and we see the dropping of the pitch and the inflection of the voice. So that's a relatively common thing that trans men are able to do, but unfortunately for trans women, gender-affirming hormone therapy does not affect voice. But that's not to say that trans women and people even who want to present with feminine appearances, even on occasion, not all the time, don't have options for feminizing their voice to a manner to which they would feel comfortable. Again, there's no formula that anyone has to follow. It's all a matter of just finding where you are comfortable, and then finding the solution to help you get there. First of all, it's important to keep in mind that there's a lot more to speech than just pitch. Resonance, inflection, word choice all make a big difference. So it's actually possible to have two voices of exactly the same pitch and one just sounds more intuitively feminine than another and one might sound more masculine than another. And that can just be the pacing of your speech. It can be the inflection or the way that you phrase things and the way that you kind of vary your pitch when you're talking. So for example, I could talk at exactly the same pitch at which I have been talking with a different inflection as I'm doing right now. And the characteristics of my voice and your likelihood of interpreting it as feminine speech probably changes versus the way that I normally talk, which is with this kind of inflection that I've been told is a little bit more feminine. So there's a lot that can be changed just by thinking about the way that you are speaking and training yourself to speak a bit differently, just using certain uh, characteristics of voice that we often don't even consider beyond just pitch. It's not about always whether your voice is high or low. It's about how you were phrasing what you were saying and the kind of resonance of your voice uh, as, as you speak. So there are many options that typically start with vocal therapy. And if you do this with a speech language pathologist, many speech language pathologists are trained specifically to help people with their vocal characteristics as they are pursuing either a gender transition or if they're just thinking about ways of modifying their voice on occasion you can learn techniques that can help you to present your voice in a different way around others. And that can be extremely helpful. There are even uh, apps that you can download on your phone that can provide breathing exercises and vocal exercises to help you adjust pitch inflection and other characteristics. Finally, for those people for whom speech Language pathology is not helpful. Uh, Keep in mind, though, that it is very helpful and far more helpful for many people than they might imagine. There are actually surgical interventions that can be used for trans women to modify their vocal cords, but that's in many cases not even necessary to achieve the vocal characteristics that a person is looking for. All that said, voice is just another one of those things that we have to consider when we are looking at how we present our gender identity in public voice can be difficult to modify, but with the opportunities, the therapies, the procedures that are out there, many people can find pretty significant success. And I hope that no matter how you wish your voice to be in terms of feeling comfortable with how you present, I hope you find a solution that works well for you. And that's how Sierra sees it. And finally, the miscellany.
0: And that's episode 86, everyone. You first heard me chat you up a bit about voice and finding that it doesn't matter what voice you have as long as it's your own. Kirsten gives you some tips on working on your own voice in Kirsten's Corner. And Sierra talked a little bit about voice as being a trans woman. Hope you all found some of this stuff entertaining, maybe a little bit enlightening and probably relate to some of the stuff as well. I'll be back hopefully before the end of the month with a Patreon pitch and some extra bonus stuff. I uh, hope you guys check out the website for more information and our Discord if you guys aren't on it already, which can be found on the website, www.crossyasspodcast.com. I'm going to try and do some video here in the near future. Again, I've talked about it for a while, but I know it's coming, everyone. I'm just a little tired, but stay tuned. Hope you all have a great rest of your week. and rest of your January is still... I don't know, got a couple days left, so hope you guys enjoy that. Um, Yeah, and as always, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous! Again guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything, I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story, to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more.